wait, you are you have my sound coming through the laptop. Yes. Recording because you can't hear me any other way. Correct. I because see. Pete and I are in the same room. Oh, I know. Hi. Ah! Yes. <laughs> what are you doing? We're not recording. We fucked up the surprise. We, we are. We just recorded there. That's fine. I mean, right. I, I I do know where you are, so I would happen to know who's there. <gasps> hey, everybody! It's episode one eighty four of the Tricast Podcast. We're in a really terrible situation right now. All of us are stuck in one room, and everybody doesn't have one mic. And Alice coming out of the computer. Oh wait. What? Am I not recording? You don't have to record, sir. Oh wow! Ain't that about a motherfucker? About a motherfucker, not only about a motherfucker, it is a motherfucker. Hi, Al. Hi. Where are you? In New York. No, you're coming out of my laptop, because I am in Boston, sitting next to Petter, who's looking at porn on his iPhone. Put that away. News porn. Mm. What the fuck's the point of doing a sound test if you're going to yell? Al. <laughs> it's not a sound test, it's the episode. That was that was laughter coming from a mysterious person. Where is that person? I don't see her. Hi. Who's that? It is duplicate. She's in the room with us. She's actually not okay with Pete looking at porn. She's like stabbing him with a knitting needle right now. Right now. <sighs> He's bleeding from his breasts or something because there is a naked woman on his shirt, Al. You can't see it. Take a picture. I, I, I will take a picture and I'll send it to you, actually. That's a good point. If I'm not looking for news on this, I will. Oh, yes. Torchlight 2 is out, but we're not going to talk about that yet. Um, <sighs> now, now Peter's taking a picture of his chest and sending it to you. Oh, shoot. Wait, that's a picture of the shots we did last night, not the chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Al, what you been playing? You're going to go first. Dragon Quest the... Nine. I am playing Dragon Quest Nine. Tell us about it. And I am playing more Dragon Quest Nine. Why? And that's pretty much all I play because I'm fucking obsessed with this game. Why are you so obsessed? Tell it's, us about it. I don't know. It's just... Oh, oh. I don't know why I'm oh. obsessed but I always just want to play it. Like, right now it's on, and it's just it's in sleep mode. <laughs> but I... Is it really in sleep mode, or are you actually playing it right now? No, I'm not playing it right now. I'm actually enjoying a um, a Jamaican Blue Mountain Coffee Surprise. With, with surprise alcohol in it? It's, yeah, some vodka and some Blue Mountain cream in it. <laughs> you like and, cream. Yeah. And nah. so, um, yeah, that, that tastes really good. And it doesn't. It tastes just like coffee with milk, but it feels more like coffee with milk and vodka and and, and more alcohol. Anyway, <laughs> mm. so that sounded pornographic, I, sir. Reason, I think because it's on the DS, it has to only be because it's on the DS because Dragon Quest Eight is pretty much like the same game. Eight, except on the PS2, you mean? On the PS2, yes. Uh-huh. It's pretty much like the same game as Dragon Quest Nine, except I'm really not too compelled with playing Dragon Quest Eight. And it has more story and more character development because there's actual characters in the game and stuff like that. But with Dragon Quest Nine, it's all avatars, the right? Is, well, yeah, you have your main character, but your main character is like the silent type and doesn't quite. The main develop. character is you, and uh, the other people in the party are kind of like somewhat oblivious because they're humans, and the whole story is about like these angels who are meant to protect this world. The starry skies? Yeah, something like that. Uh, They are meant to protect the world, and, like, they do their job, and what's supposed to happen is that when they do their job, the people are grateful, and they get this energy that, when amassed enough, uh, it allows them to uh, sit with the Almighty, basically, like, to, to leave where they are 
and Ron So this is a game made by religious zealots. Something like that. But it's not really religious, but I guess it is religious, but whatever. So, they do that, and then some weird stuff happens, and as opposed to going back up to the Almighty, they wind up just all hell breaks loose, and you lose your wings and become human. They were lied to. So, although you lose your wings and become human, you're still a Celestrian, so you still can like talk to animals and see ghosts and stuff like that. But then you get these humans to go on your team. Like, you just recruit people out of the blue. You can create your own characters and stuff like that. And when you do things like get on the Starflight Express, which is like this angel train, um, they don't go with you, but at the same time, they are going with you. So it doesn't really explain what's going on. Like, if this were real life and... Say, Austin, you were an angel and you weren't telling anybody. Oh, but I am not telling anybody. Hush. And so, uh, Pete Hush and I you. are glass human beings. Yeah, you are. Hush! <laughs> and so, we're <laughs> walking to some ship that only you can see. And you walk inside of it. What are we doing? Uh, you know? Yes. It's like, we just sit around and go, uh, uh, drink so beer. What do you do now? You want to roll some dice? Huh, Pete? Want to roll some dice? Do yeah. I get to roll dice? Or no, I can't because I'm an angel. No, train that we can't see. Oh, that's right. Uh, I like rolling dice. Alright, so then we can like roll dice while you like go somewhere. And then, say you take the train, right? Up to the... Uh, <laughs> I forget what the place is called. Pete's eating a the... fudge factory right now, by the way. Fudge factory? Yeah, it's very, it's very you know, suggestive. Uh, keep going. Uh, Sorry. Tangent. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. while you're like off... Doing travels to holy lands and shit. And they're probably not even holy, but they're like, you know, astral lands. And then you wind up going somewhere else. We mysteriously end up with you coming out of the train. Oh, okay. It's just weird. It, it but whatever. Um, I just really like to, uh, grind levels and do quests. And maybe that's something that I, that makes this game different is that there's a whole bunch of quests and, the quests require you to do some sometimes really off the wall stuff like the there's classes in the game. That's another reason why I'm playing the game a lot. It's because you get all these different classes and each class levels up individually and you get spells that you can cast only with that class, but then you get abilities that you learn with skill points and those transfer to any class that you use. So that that's some somewhat like Final Fantasy V? Yes, somewhat like Final Fantasy V. Actually, it's more like Final Fantasy III, except for the fact that in Final Fantasy III, every class is its own individual shell, and you can't transfer anything. That, that's what I was saying, is that but you can't transfer. is that you can actually share, you, you can dual job. You know, you have a main job and a sub job in five. Right, right. But in this... Keep drinking, say, bitch! Keep drinking! Ah, uh, drink, bitch! Um, but in Dragon Quest Nine, you can learn skills for each individual class, and use them no matter what class you have. But if you're a mage and you learn, like, you know, frizz and crack and crackle and stuff like that. Cracklord? Then you wind up becoming crackle. Cracklord? Crackle is a stronger... No! Crackle! Crackhead! Also crack! Are you friends so, with Crack Dealer on Facebook? No. Okay. Oh, well, sort of, but yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, damn it, you didn't kill my train of thought. So... <laughs> You can learn spells like that as a mage, but if you wind up being a warrior, you can't cast those spells. But as a mage, you can learn something like Wizard Ward, where that protects you from uh, spells. 
Mm-hmm. Then you can cast that as a warrior or any other class. It, it, understood. Well, that's understood. But is it like is there is there any penalty for doing so? You know what I mean? Like, do they just let you transfer abilities back forward, back and forth, like willy nilly, or is it like, well, if you try to use this ability as a warrior, he's a fighting class, so magic is a little bit weaker, or are they just like, no, you can do whatever you want? Well, you're. Um, it's. I don't even know if there's a defense stat against magic. I mean, I don't know if magical might, which is their magic attack stat, is um, something that is used for defense. But uh, a warrior doesn't really have much HP anyway. I mean, MP anyway. So they wouldn't be able to cast some of the abilities because some of the abilities do cost MP. Okay, right. Um, that makes like, sense. There's a, there's a class that's uh, called one of the advanced classes. That allows you to add um, features like fire and ice onto your attack, and it increases your defense. That costs like two MP, but you can cast it as a different class. But the thing is, you may have less MP as that class. Right, right. Things like that, and like you can be a thief, and you can learn half inch, which is their, their steel, uh, half which inch. never fucking works, and um, you can use that as like a priest. Just so you, just so you know, we got a spam from WoW account admin at blizzard.com. Oh shit! And you want to be part of this beta? Maybe. Uh, I think we keep getting emails from um, Kelly, the uh, the person who who guessed it for us on episode. I forget which one it was. Uh, T Pain. Um, we keep getting spams from her account. I think someone's spoofing her account, and I feel bad for her. That's okay. That sucks. Cause she, Due to uh, suspicious so- activity, the Battle.net account mailbag at trygames.net has been locked. <laughs> you log in your account successfully at 9.20.53 on August 6th. From That's yesterday, and we were out. Yeah, from the 175.172.whatever, whatever. So this is really terrible English. So know this now, folks. Blizzard, Blizzard moderators or staffers probably know how to speak English. Oh, yeah, I think that's a requirement. Okay, continue on with your Star Race, guys. I apologize. It was Blizzard's fault. Okay. So, um... <clears throat> the the only thing that I think really keeps me going with it is, um... Ah, no! I clicked on that! Okay. What? <laughs> I, I clicked on one of those stupid Google ads in Gmail, and I really didn't mean to. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, so, you did. I, um... I find myself grinding levels a lot, grinding. even though I'm not really getting anywhere because I keep changing classes. Um, and I'm about 40 hours uh, of gameplay time, and I think I'm only just a little bit more than halfway through the game. Um, I am just fooling around with the classes and doing quests where, like, if you reach level 15 in a class, you get to do a quest, and then if you reach level 40 in that same class, you get another quest. Uh, then there's the quest to open up all the other classes, of which I only have one left to do. Then when I do that and I get an idea of what kind of party I really want to stick with, then I'll probably just proceed with the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. How many well, hours in are you? 40 almost. Jesus. Yeah, well, it's a DS game, so I play it, like, all the time. Gotcha. And uh, <clears throat> I've also played a little bit of Assassin's Creed 2, but then my Xbox 360 started crashing on me every 15 minutes while playing. So I decided to just disconnect the Xbox and, like, just let it sit until I'm ready to sell it. Hopefully I can sell it. And, um... For, you I mean for a new one? For the... Trade it in for the Slim? The yes. so-called Slim? Right. If it can not crash while they playtest it, I'll be able to do that. Um... <clears throat> 
So in its stead, I played 3D Game Heroes. Yeah, you did. Of which I'm at the third temple. Uh, well, I'm almost there at the third temple out of six. And that game is going pretty well. I mean, it's basically just a Zelda clone, latent Zelda clone with really silly jokes, but are pretty funny. Stop sending me pictures of the <laughs> ASCII tits. Um, and, uh, like, they, in, in 3D that Game Heroes, they have these silly things, like, one person said, um, these are hey, tits. we found Super Joe. Please proceed to Area 7 at once. Oh, nice. And so they reference other yes things. No. Oh, yeah, they reference all kinds of games. Um, and you can say yes or no, and then if you say yes, you go, oh, I'm sorry, wrong person. And there's this one girl who says, I have this demons game, it's too hard, want to trade? She's talking about Demon Souls. Oh, nice. And, um, hold on. That's for a shot later. That's my coffee. You know, drinky. <laughs> what? Uh, Hi, Evelyn. Yeah, she's gone now. But Bye, Evelyn. She's here with my little pitcher of coffee, of my iced coffee, and it has like a little bit left. And I have a plan for that. Thing. Do you talk to her like like a like like a bad grammar or like like a baby? You know, drinky. I thought you. you I thought you were talking like a cat or something. Yeah, I know. I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> you know, drinky. No, no. I, I do it sometimes. You know, drinky. Everyone has their lives. So anyway, <laughs> um, there was a there's there's a Zelda reference in the beginning of the game. Uh, the king gives you your sword. It wouldn't so and he goes, it's not safe to go out alone. Please take this. Please take this, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You guys haven't played, right? But I, I've seen, seen a, I've seen not a lot of it, but I, you know, I've seen video reviews and stuff, so I, I kind of get the aesthetic of it and, and how they try to, you know, yada, yada, yada. It. Uh, yeah, they have, uh, like, the. I think it's really funny, but when your life is full, your sword gets huge, and you can make the sword longer and wider, and pierce through stuff. And, Wait, say that again? No. And, <laughs> um, you can, of course, make it stronger, which is not a, really a feature that you find in, like, a, a Zelda-type game, but that's really cool, that you can strengthen, like, the sword that you have, and then you apparently get more than, like, it, it's weird. You get the ancient sword, which is the sword that the hero used to defeat the, the evil Ganon. king way before you start the game. Ganon? And you get that, like, that's your first sword. It's not Ganon. Um, might as well have been. <laughs> it's not even a. It's not even a pig. Uh, but you get that sword in the beginning of the game, and I'm thinking to myself, "Well, what the hell is stronger than that sword?" But I think you get other swords. Like apparently, you get like the swords, 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 yes. swords, liquid swords. Um, yeah, swords, swords. What the hell? What? I don't understand. What? What? What is this picture you sent me? What? What picture? It's just a picture of something I already have on my screen. What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, the you know drinky picture. What are you talking about, Pete? Never what'd you mind. send him? What are you sending him, Pete? No, it's from Austin <laughs> Shaw. Uh, 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 Pete's busy Shao. looking at his iPhone. He has no idea what you're talking about. I'm looking for news, news. motherfucker. He's looking for news, motherfucker. Good luck. Good luck. So, where was I? I was talking about different swords the, and stuff. The extending yeah. sword. Yeah, the extending sword when you have full vitality. That spits out stuff Viagra in the end. Sword. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's all I've been playing, unfortunately, because, uh, well, I've been working, and after work I go do my insanity workout, which I can't do anymore because they're renovating the gym, and... Do you do it in the living room? Hmm? Or does it require more space? No, um, I need to shower after, and what they're doing with the renovations, they're replacing 
the they're like changing all the locker room, the restroom, and the shower because the shower is really shitty. So <clears throat> they decided to leave the, the fitness center open, but you can't change or take a shower. So I don't understand what the point is of using the fitness center. Oh, there's some people who actually don't care about their hygiene and just walk, drive out in, in in sweat. Yeah, but most of the people who use the fitness center, they like go right back upstairs to work, and that's really fucking nasty because these are execs. So anyway. They can do whatever uh, they want. They pay the checks. Yeah. Uh, like Bobby Kotick. I think that they just wanted to do it so that they could continue to charge us for the for the month. But there's another fitness center in another building. But then there's complications. Like, are there going to be people using the fitness center when uh, when I go there? And I got to bring the DVDs and they're not exactly mine because... You should use WeFit. Center. We fit my ass. Anyway, um, no. Wow, no. say that again? Nope. So... <laughs> I'm not going to be working out probably until October 1st, which completely kills my insanity thing. And uh, when I start over, I'm going to pass out again. Now I feel good. But once I, can once you I videotape over, yourself doing an insanity run so that we can upload it to YouTube? No. Oh. That, that's not a good video. <laughs> that's the whole point. Right. Well, no. What I'm saying is that either it's going to be a video of me just like spazzing doing all out. the workouts. Or no. Not spazzing out. Based on uh, the description that you gave me at the world at the Nintendo World Store, it sounded like you might end yeah, up... Yeah, that was, like, way back when. Now I'm used to it. Damn it. So that, yeah, wait, wait till October, then take the video. So that no. you don't pass out again. No. You look like a Trials HD video. It'd be good. Oh, God, no. <laughs> start over. Start over. Start over. Oh, wait, wait. That that, that brings me to uh, something that I did play. That's I'm just going to mention. I did play the uh, Limbo demo. And oh. That's, that's that good. Was, How much yeah. do you hate it? Just piss off Pete. Uh, yeah, that game sucks. I hate 2D platforms. They blow. Yeah, yeah you sound more. super serious about it, too. It's not bad. I can do sarcasm, Sam. too, motherfucker. He's what? wearing a titty shirt. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> how much did you really like Limbo? Mm, in a demo, I would like to buy it if I had the money. I don't know if that means anything. That means you liked it. Yeah, I liked it. And it was um interesting. You dream about caressing it at night. No, no. It was interesting does. to run like through the darkness and stuff, and um, figure out the puzzles. And the the whole thing with the spider in the beginning was how how far yeah. does the demo go? It goes until you beat that spider in in the tree. Okay. And then after you beat the spider in the tree, you run inside a cave and you get stuck inside the spider's web, and the spider creeps up on you and kills you. Ah. And I thought that. I just died, and they didn't let me continue, so I did it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because I was pressing buttons trying to get out of the the, 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 the spider web, and it was just like, you cannot get out because that's the end of the demo. And as I was pressing buttons... That's pretty much the end of the game. Mm, no, not. Can't be. We've beaten it. You haven't. Uh. Yeah, but you wouldn't spoil it. So there. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. So then as I was pressing buttons, like he, something came up on the screen, but I didn't really see anthropomorphic it. animals. Right. And then a video was playing of, like, the trailer, I guess. I don't know if it was a trailer or not. So I didn't know whether I screwed up and quit the game or if I was at the end of the demo, so I had to play it again. In what ways did you die? Um, really, the uh, only ways I died was by that spider, and I drowned once, and uh, I got crushed by a rock, and I got caught by a... Um, Bear trap only because I didn't know there were two together. Oh, so I tried to jump over it, thinking that it was only one, and the second one caught me. 
That was it. Oh no, and I also broke my legs. I felt. Oh, okay, okay. No, no spike impalements. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they're in the demo or if they're in that first part of the no, game. No, the only, the only like there's a spike pit in the demo, but it, I was like, Psh, I could see that from a mile away. Oh, did you let the spider kill you in other ways? Um, that spider can only kill you in one way in the demo. He knocks you on the ground and then you try you. and get up, and as you get up, he stabs you from the back. Yeah. Oh, and then if you just run too close in the beginning, you just get stabbed through your chest. Through the chest assist. And he like flicks you off. Yeah, that game has has um. Like, I didn't, you know, I, I saw all those deaths, and I'm like, alright, this is pretty gruesome. Um, like, I know what to expect. And then I got squished by, like, a sandwich press. It's not really a sandwich press, but, you know, I'm gonna call it a sandwich press, because I'm kinda hungry. And, uh, that was really gross. Like, I won't tell you what it looks like, but you can just imagine. <laughs> like, in a lot of the, in a lot of the deaths, they don't necessarily show a lot of the gore. I know it's all silhouette, so you can't really see it, but, like, they... It's still gory. It's still a little gory, but it's not, like, you know, super... Like, you, you kind of look for it, but the sandwich press is pretty tasty. Say that. Is it drawn out? Uh, maybe. Or mm. maybe maybe they go Mortal Kombat 3 and, and throw, like, seven pairs of thighs. Oh, at God. You. <laughs> That's and, like, and, like, three rib cages. That's like a bucket of chicken right there. Stop, I'm getting hungrier. I want a bucket mm. of chicken. Fenway. Fenway, Fenway. Um, what else do you play? Is I'm, that it? I'm done. I, I told you I didn't get to play much. No PSP? No Steam? No, I didn't turn on my computer all week. I told you, last time I turned on my computer, I was play Titan Quest with you. Oh, you played that? How was that? Yeah, man. I played Titan <laughs> Quest. Yeah. Uh, uh, how, how are my items working out for you? Oh, I yeah, you haven't I haven't turned it. it on since I played with you. Can you even equip them? Some of them, I did. But everything is all like, you know. I think you gave me like one item that wasn't green, and I think I that that's one like I could use the most. Oh. But they all like, you know, loot goes a dime a dozen in that game. Yeah. Pick up so much stuff you don't even need. It's like okay, whatever. And you want to sell it, and it just adds to your lump, your See, big lump of gold the, that you don't even use. The thing about that game is that like, I start well when I first started playing. Like okay, so so I'm the the last game of that type that I had played was, I want to say Diablo 2. I didn't play Dungeon Siege. Mm-hmm. Um, that game I heard was, did you, Pete, did you ever play Dungeon Siege? Mm-hmm. Was I heard that was like, they th- basically threw special loot at you like every other second. Yeah, definitely. And, and that kind of made it like not as special. I mean, there was definitely a, a overabundance of, you know, weapon of animal of the something. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, like, yeah, it was good because it definitely let you uh, have more customization, like, more options with your character, so not everyone wound up with the same, like, fucking, like, high-level build. Like, cause I played the game through pretty much most, if not all of it, with a group of three other people, um, and we all had very different characters, like, when we got towards the end game stuff. Um, so, I don't know, It was I thought it was a really good game. Why were we talking about Dungeon Siege? Because we were talking about t- Titty Quest and, oh. and the loot. And how some some games have like a a tendency to keep to keep on throwing you good loot, and it's like or just loot that's right. special. That's it's like if you, if you keep on throwing loot at me, it is not going to feel you know. Yeah, there, def- there definitely was no like need. There was no like uh, lust for loot in that game or anything because you were yeah. It it was way too generous with it, but the game itself was good. So see, I, I can't remember if I can't remember if too human was too generous or too boring. Either way, there was something about it that wasn't compelling. 
<laughs> it was both. <laughs> That's true. Because, like, yeah, I don't know. Well, it I, wasn't boring for the fact that the loot names were completely ridiculous in that game. That's true, too. Um, but yeah, with Titan Quest, I, 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 I think, like, for a lot of the stuff that you get, um, I, when I started out the game, a lot of it was just, like, regular shit, and, you know, uh, all my warrior has on is a tunic, so I'm picking up every single thing. And then that habit carries, carries throughout the game. I don't think Titan Quest throws a lot of special loot at you, because even though it's yellow, like me, even though it's, like, yellow loot, like, you look at it and it's like, eh, this isn't that much of an upgrade, or this isn't an yeah. upgrade at all. So or I can't use this. Yeah, so you just, you know, you just don't, you know, you don't need it, and you leave it alone. Um, and now Pete is singing into his rock band mic. I wish I took a picture of that, because it looked like he was constipated. <laughs> In fact, yesterday, Des called Billy Corgan constipated. <laughs> she did. Yeah. Billy Corgan. What are you playing right now at this very moment? Battle Dragon Quest Nine. Puppets. She's playing Battle of Puppets. <laughs> oh, I, Battle it's of a, Puppets. It's an iPhone game where uh, you create a puppet army to, like, an army of marionettes to advance on your opponent's army of marionettes, and they're from famous operas. So, like, there's Carmen-styled oh. marionettes. There's Aida. Hmm. There's um. Valkyria from the Ring Cycle, um, and basically you're fighting your way across the United States, and you're building up these powers, and you have to make your puppet army reach Broadway, um, which is fun. Is there anything from the opera in Final Fantasy VI? <laughs> I don't Probably know. Probably not. Jazz oh. has not played a Final Fantasy game. <laughs> I have not. Oh my god! I know. Oh my god! Um, okay. Other than iPhone games, though, I've been playing Mass Effect. Ass. Mm. How assy is it? It's very fun. Is this your first time playing it, like, this this time around, or, or yes. were you playing it with him before? I see. I have never played it before. Um, I'm only starting to play it because Pete was like, you should play Mass Effect. And then bought it and brought it home and basically, like, played it all the time until I was like, hey, I should play that game. So I stopped playing Assassin's Creed 1 and started playing Mass Effect. Which Pete was also like, hey, you should play Assassin's Creed 1, and then yeah. bought it and brought it home. <laughs> yeah, Pete was pretty all much. like, hey, you should play this game, it's pretty fun. And she was like, okay, I'll play this game, it's pretty fun. <laughs> and then she played the game and it was pretty fun. It was, it was pretty fun. <laughs> then she stopped to play Mass Just Effect because fun. it was funner. No, wait, Austin, you have not played through Mass Effect. Right? I have not. I played oh, 10 okay. minutes, my computer crashed, and I said, I'll play it tomorrow, and I never did. So without any spoilers, you can tell them about your predicament. I was also very drunk at the time when I played it. Actually, saying oh. story-wise. So my predicament was there was this huge moral decision where I'm trying to figure out how I should say it without spoiling anything. But like, and I, my Will mind somebody was die? through all of these different choices, and I could either kill this thing or let it live. And if I like, if I killed it, then it was going to be this huge traumatic thing, but then if I let it live, like, there was a chance that it would come back and kill me, and I was like, Pete, what should I do? And he was like, Wait, I'm not Des. telling you. Des? Yeah? Yes? You're that far in the game already? No, you were thinking of a different part. Um, I know how you can be confused based on the way she's wording it. Well, yeah, of course, because there's a very serious event that Let's just pretty say, much follows the same I can say it this way. Uh, the part on Novaria. Um... Do you remember what I'm talking about? Does that help? 
Sort of. Uh, I'm trying to remember what you do on Novaria. Novaria is the place where the people are holed up in one part, yes? Yes. And in the other part, you have to do some stuff, which I don't clearly remember, but that's okay. In 3D! You're... I mean, this Mass Effect's so old, I don't know why we care about spoiling it for Austin, but... Because um, <laughs> I'm in the room, bitch! Uh, Three it, years it, ago, la, la, la. Okay. <laughs> it's just uh, when you're... I put in a pillow on my face! It's not a spoiler to say, it's like when you're uh, hunting down Matriarch Benezia, and then stuff after that. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, okay. I was talking about the other thing. Yeah, that you're talking on, um, on on the the Fort Strike. No, I'm not talking about. I was talking about that. I'm like, wow, you're that far in the game already? Yes, I beat Matriarch Benezia. Aha. He doesn't. Benezia is going well a lot. He can't hear me. Let's talk about how you feel about Assassin's Creed. So Austin, come back to the conversation. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed is fun. Um. I'm a little confused by it because I'm like, I don't, like, I don't know exactly how all of these people in all these different cities are linked together, but I'm just going around and killing them in very gruesome ways. <laughs> I'm just Which I'm not that bad at. I like, uh, I got that knife in the crowd achievement for killing the doctor and like amidst his field of crazy people. Doctor? 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 <laughs> doctor? Doctor? Uh, but it's a fun game. Um, I think I'm just about to be able to explore the lab area when I'm not in the oh, yes. the like past story, which is cool. I want to see things that aren't the room and the, the table. Assassin's Creed 2. Wait a minute. <laughs> I must have missed that part. What part? Exploring the lab area. As Desmond? All right, let's not go to let's let's not spoil anything for Des. Um, Desmond or Des? Let's not spoil anything for <laughs> Des about Desmond. Des? Al, I know what you what you're thinking. I'll text you something. <laughs> really? Okay, because I mean I I don't know. So, I just, what else are you playing, Des? <laughs> um, I don't want anything to accidentally get spoiled for you. Have I been playing anything else? Have you, uh, Wipeout. We mean you played Wipeout. Oh, that game was shit. <laughs> Wait. Yes. Before, one for me. before people get the wrong idea, we're not talking about Wipeout the Futuristic Racing Game. We're talking about Wipeout based on the hit ABC television show. Oh, oh God. Oh. Well, what that issue? It was ridiculous. Like, I try to get my character to move and then stop, and he was going and fall off the thing. So I was like, <laughs> no, stop moving when I'm stop not moving you. And. You know, it was really ridiculous. The aim was terrible. It was, yeah, trolls were absolute garbage. What platform? Wii. Okay, so mm. the game the game show is... Uh, uh, explain the game show. The game show is basically, like, a really complicated obstacle course where, like, you know, you can't... You have to jump across these big rub, rubber balls. And oh, it's like, that, and it's like, like a take on that Japanese show where, yeah. they, where they run and, and, and you know... Fall on their ass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. It's basically or... that, but in video game form. Ah. Uh, or the game. Which means absolutely nothing. It's yeah. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Who published it? If it's an Ubisoft game, I'm gonna make fun of Megu. THQ. Oh. Oh. No, I don't know. Is it? Oh. I, I don't oh. Know. I don't remember either. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I would type. We can find up. out. Look it up on your smartphone. I will look it up on Wikipedia. 
if I can. So while you're looking it up, yeah, Wipeout is a terrible game. Um, <laughs> and, uh, like, it seems like it's a shame because this show is apparently something like, uh, like Ninja Warrior. That, um, yeah. And I think they could have made a really fun game out of this. Uh, hell, there are levels in Little Big Planet that are based off of, like, things like Ninja Warrior and stuff that are a lot of fun. So it seems like this should have been a no-brainer, easy-to-make game. Um, Al's texting on Skype, Activision. which is oh, getting... Activision. Al, your Skype messages are going to be picked up by the mic, by the way. That's okay. Oh, I'll, I'll, I won't do it then. That's okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, like, it... But they just, like, instead of, like, actually trying to make a good game, you know, they just went to cash in on the property and... Activision. Yeah. Uh, Bobbycock dick. And it's, like, it's not even fun. It's supposed to be, like, a multiplayer game. Like, you have one person running through the, like, whatever the little gauntlet thing is, like, the trial, like, you know, running across these big rubber balls, trying not to fall. (laughs) Balls rubber. And the show apparently, like, definitely takes its, like, it's, it uses sophomore humor. Like, the, the, the challenge is called, like, the big balls or something like that. (laughs) Or no, it's called, that one's called dirty balls. (laughs) Oh, ha, ha, but yeah, it's like stupid shit like that, and um, like the mechanics of actually doing the the trial or whatever, like the 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 like, In HD. Ru- like the running across. Uh, it's it's just what was it? Was it just like holding a button? Wasn't it? Or no, yeah, no, it was, it using, was the using the analog. the analog stick. Yeah, like, but there's like really bad depth perception on the game, so like it's very hard to miss. It's like a really bad platformer, platformer is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you they, go to jump to something and not know that you were jumping sideways, yeah. and completely miss it and fall in the water, and then be like, "You fail!" Right. Oh. Um, <laughs> and it. Uh, sorry, I'm distracted by somebody. Um, Austin's playing Luminous. Lumines. Right now. It's not Lumines. It's Lumines. No, it's not. I'm American. Lumines. Um, I'm American. But yeah, and then, like the other players, while one person's supposed, while one person's doing the trial, the other players can like hit, uh, like, there's reticles on the screen for all the other players, and they can, like, hit a button to throw a tennis ball, I guess, at the other player, which I don't know if, it's, if that's something from the show, um, where people can throw tennis balls at each other, but apparently, yeah, uh, and it's supposed to help, you know, like, it, you're, you can knock the other person off the course or whatever. Um, but yeah, the controls are janky, the animation's stiff and awful-looking and horrible, and the, just, the mechanics are bad, the Game's bad. It's Why a terrible did you game. play this again? The only reason I borrowed it out from GameStop was because like I had people coming into the store like always asking about it. I was like, "What the fuck is the big deal about this oh. game?" Because we like kept being sold out of it, and people kept coming asking about it. And I was like, "Wow, is this like some sleeper hit?" No, no, just people being dumb. It's because... just a sleeper. Yeah, it is just a sleeper. It's a fucking a coma. Um. So yeah, like that game is really fucking bad. Oh. Um. Oh, and, and the announcers are pretty terrible in it, too. <laughs> Do you know no, if they're from the show? I think they are. I don't know if it's the actual voices. Of, I don't know if it's, like, the actual people doing the voices, but, you know, they're modeled after, I guess, the people from the show or something. And they're just annoying um, in the same way that, like, you know, like, re- like well, I was going to say, like, uh, announcers in wrestling is annoying, but even those even those are not as annoying. Uh, so, yeah, this game is just bad. Um, I guess if... I don't like Wipeout, the racing game. Why? I don't like it. I don't like it either. You guys are terrible. Well, um, you don't like Wipeout Game Show game. So there. So there. So there. That's that. That's the answer to everything. So there. What is that, Pete? What were you saying, Pete? I was going to say, fuck, I'm yawning. 
Yeah, you were. Uh, I was going to say, we had a long night of debauchery. Debauchery. <laughs> um, rock band-aids. Oops, did I just plug somebody? Yeah, I did. Totally unintentional. We didn't get AIDS from rock band. No, band-aid. What? Oh. Oh. Oh, you got you got. Yeah, you I was making a bad, bad joke. Yeah, yeah, you were. Um. So if Des has nothing else that she's been playing. Pete, what you been playing? Uh, Des. Oh, well, the rock band last night, what was exciting about that, I've never been able to play on hard. I can never get that orange one in, like any of the, the music games where you're playing the guitar. Oh, Pinky? Yeah, I can never get that. Like, I could only play on medium because anytime I played hard, I just, I'd try to move to the orange key and then I'd completely lose where I was and just fail out in like the, 30 seconds. The pinky is an underused digit in video games. Well, the the pinky was is used for blue. Oh, that's right. Like oh, it's shifting over. Shifting yeah. over, yeah. And the shifting over is what screwed me up. And I finally was able to play on hard last night. Dun, dun, dun. Woo! And, was it due to alcohol? Probably. <laughs> there was alcohol involved. There, there sir. was alcohol involved, but um, I could finally play on hard, and I was really excited. And I played like five of them, and the only one that I failed was because Pete failed too, and he failed first. What uh, what was it? I have to interrupt and let you know that um, I'm doing very poorly in this. Well, I don't know, but if you're doing poorly, but Austin signed in as you, so I don't know if you care about him getting you achievements. No, not not particularly. You heard that here first, folks. Des doesn't care about getting ill-gotten achievements. I do care about ill-gotten achievements. Just she I cares about getting them. What? I think I've gotten all of the easy achievements in this game, haven't I? I don't think so. Oh. Turn oh. on the game. <laughs> what am I doing? I, I'm terrible at Luminous. Um, Lumines. Emails. So, Pete may continue now. What the hell else have I been playing? Oh, I haven't really fuck. I haven't really fucked. <laughs> I haven't really fucked. <laughs> I haven't really. We're gonna talk about fucking. I haven't really played much because, uh, oh, you failed. Yeah. At the, um, like, I've been busy doing our stuff, but I did play, I was playing a bit of Trials HD because I, uh, they were running a contest, which I think the entry period is over for or will be over soon. I got to watch him die five hundred, I'll let you talk. Okay. Um. <laughs> you're kicking the I'm chair. I'm kicking the chair! That microphone's probably picking that up. It's okay. It's all over for you, Austin. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, so, like, there was a contest where you, like, create a track and, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So I spent, like, a good couple days, like, maybe three days working on a track for Trials HD um, and entered into the contest. So if you are on my friends list on 360 with GS Ribbon, GS Space Ribbon, and you have Space. Trials HD, you can just get the track that I created by just going to the, you know, custom content and hitting get. Because apparently, with Trials HD, the only tracks you can get are from people on your friends list. So as long as they're sharing them, you can get them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, I spent, like I said, like uh, like about three days. Not like full three days, but three days overall. Like maybe about eight hours overall uh, creating this track. And then uh, I decided since I had gone and put in all the work, I might as well start playing some Trials HD again. And... That game's still fucking hard. I've been stuck on, like, two of the uh, extreme tracks for, like, since that game came out, so wait, for over a year. Wait, so do you, you don't have to play them in order? Oh. You can just... No, well, there's different brackets. There's, like, beginner, easy, medium, hard, and extreme. Uh, extreme! Extreme in 3D! I don't remember if... I, I think you might have to play some beginner stuff, like, to unlock, you know easy. I think you have to unlock the different brackets, but right. I think within the brackets you can play anything you want. Right. Um. So, 
Like, it's not like you could just, like, if you bought the game today, you couldn't just, like, I don't think you can go right to those extreme tracks and show me up and be like, look, I didn't want to try. And I'll be like, fuck you, motherfucker. Because, <laughs> yeah, the one that I was doing today, uh, Austin basically was watching me, like, uh, I get to this one part in it, part in it, part in it, in it, in it. And the game, which in my review on TryGames.net, you can read about TryGames.net, Charles H.T. by Pete Bellucci Jr., two else, two C's. How I talked about how they put in these arbitrary, like, end, end states where it's like if you fail 500 times or hit a half hour, it basically ends your run. Uh, which is really dumb because if you're going to put in that much time and effort, then that means you really want to beat the level, so why just, you know, make you stop? Uh, so yeah, anyway, I, I, I made a bet with Austin, was I going to hit 500 attempts first or the half hour? And he thought I was going to hit 500, but the timer ran up first. Um, we so didn't actually played make... that for half an hour straight. Yeah, but overall I probably played that track for like five hours. Um, you played something else for half an hour straight yesterday. We did? You did. What else did I play for half an hour? Lines. Oh, yeah. Because you're really right. good at that game. Luminez, yeah. I just played a little bit of that last night. But that was just like... Drunken, hey, what do I have on my Xbox Live Arcade? We're not hooked up to the internet. What can we play? So we played some Street Fighter 2 HD Turbo Remix thing. Um, thing? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix. Is that the proper name? Super Street Fighter 2? Yes. yes. Okay. So we played some of that, and I'm really bad at fighters, and Austin kicked my ass. Uh, and then we played You some... won a few matches there. I think I won, like, two matches out of, like, the 20 or so that we probably played. Um... And then we also played some Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, which Austin beat me at. We were but pretty I, even. Yeah, I had a few matches in that that I was able to get them. Uh, the thing is, Austin's got, like, some weird... Like, I guess it's not weird. It's just, like, he's got the ability to, like, just be able to recall moves, like, with no problem. Like, Oh, you know, and that wasn't no problem, buddy. I was, like, straining my brain. Okay, so you would, my brain. Th- you would have think hard about it. Even if I strained <laughs> harder and pooped myself, I would not <laughs> have been able you to, did. I would not have been able to remember those moves. Like I have to actually look up a moves list. Um so the, yeah, like Austin's just better at remembering that shit than I am. Um and uh so yeah, that was we he we played that and I don't know, some other random Xbox Live arcade games maybe I don't remember. But that's it. Not much else of it has been played. By uh, yourself? Since By the you? last time we recorded. Because I think I talked about more torchlight and stuff last time. So Wait, in the last two weeks you haven't played anything yet? Not really, besides Wipeout and that Trials HD thing. Wipeout. That's the awesomest game ever. <laughs> the game show game. Not the uh, not the racing game. Which is Did I probably else just moderately style? better. What'd you say, Hal? Nothing. It's moderately better? Marginally. Marginally. Then, okay. yes. They're both Japanese. No, that, no Wipeout's European, sorry. Uh, okay. Um, trying to remember what I played. Uh, we should have recorded last night when we were drunk. That, much that would have been great. Um, I played... Let's see. Okay, so let me start off with Shin, Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey for the DS, which is um, which was an impulse purchase. allows the game stopped near work, and it said, It comes with a free soundtrack CD! And I said, Okay. So I bought it, um, and I popped it into my DS when I was dead tired after packing. Um, and it's you know it's it's a Japanese RPG by Atlas, so it start started off with like a shit ton of dialogue that I had to you know click through you know clicking the A button really, but like you know I had to step through that, and it was about fifteen minutes of just seeing the cinematic and reading this dialogue, and I was drow- I was drowsy, so I was falling asleep at the same time, um, and I kept on just pressing the A button with my right thumb somewhere between you know 
dialogue stream number 37 and number 38, or whatever the fuck, my synapses got crossed, and instead of using my right thumb to press the A button, I used my left thumb to press the power button on the uh, DSIXL, which is not in the same exact place, but, you know, it's close enough that a tired me would have mistaken that, and I ended up resetting the game and losing 15 minutes of dialogue. So I just turned it off and went to sleep. So there's, um, there's Strange Journey for you. That's all I've played of it. I don't know what the game is like, so enjoy that. Um, I just got Destiny Achievement in Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix. I should stop playing as her. But you said you don't care. Well, like, when are you ever going to play Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD? Yeah, but Remix. I don't want to be able to own my gamer score. Own. Own it. Pwn it? Okay, so then uh, I will sign out. How do I do this? I forgot. Well, finish your X match. Button. He's got to finish his match. Oh. That's he does? Probably. Maybe. Uh, I guess not. Yeah. Oh, yep, it did. It fucked him up. Good job. No, I... I, I <laughs> Wait a minute. It might have... Oh, okay. It's not... <laughs> yes. Who's this person? Um, so what I actually really have been playing, um, I, another impulse purchase, I bought Puzzle Quest 2, I probably shouldn't have, but I had been out with someone for drinks, and it was the late afternoon, and Best Buy was still open, and I had money, and I was like, I'm gonna walk down Best Buy, a little bit drunk, and see what it's up, so I picked up Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Puzzle Quest. Puzzle Quest 2, uh, I don't know how much you guys have played of the original Puzzle Quest, how far you guys have gotten that. Played. Not too far. Pete? Uh, I played a substantial portion of the original Puzzle Quest, let's say that. So, in your experience, Pete, you you're probably you probably got further in it than I did before I ended up selling it back. What, um, how do I phrase this? Does it change up at all, or are you just fighting with gems? Like, you're just fighting monsters, like, like the whole part of the game is dialogue, like, the, what I experienced was. Dialogue, dialogue, move to new place, monster. Move to new place, monster. Dialogue, monster. Dialogue, you know. Well, eventually you get stuff like uh, your uh, your area, city, whatever, where you can, you know, purchase buildings to uh, do things in, like craft, which uh, is just a, like... Another puzzle. Yeah, it's like another, it's not exactly, you know, like, one-on-one -on -one bejeweled, or, you know, like versus bejeweled like you've been playing when you fight the monsters, but, like, uh... Crafting, for instance, if I remember correctly, was more of like a uh, like clear the stage type of thing. Like oh no no no, wasn't crafting uh, like you had to get a certain amount of colored jewels or a certain type of jewel cleared off. Maybe I don't um, remember. It's been a while. I think I did. No, I was trying to memorize. This. I was trying to learn a spell. Yeah, was... like there's like yeah there's and spell. That's when you have to clear there's it. spell learning spell learnings. Crafting and uh, other stuff. So there is some other things, um, but they're all just kind of you know variants on the bejeweled thing. Um, so yes, I don't remember that part. So maybe I shouldn't have sold the patch. <laughs> I never crafted anything. I don't think. I mean, and I never bought. It's cool shit. because it helps you like more define your character. Like I, I was able to like actually get certain attacks and spells from my character to actually try to. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna fuck up the recording, which just popped up. It's my antivirus scan. It's good. Keep going. Um. So yeah, uh, it let me uh, kind of like set up some interesting spell combos with my character, especially with its. Uh, you get you get like a mount later too. Did you get your mount? I yeah, I was riding a rat at level fixed, thirteen. I fixed. I think I did. Okay. So yeah, like basically, yeah, you could just get um 
the, the whole purpose of it all is just to kind of finely tune your character. So, uh, I forget. Do I you get know. loot in that game? You yeah. don't. Get, do you get a you get like gold or something? I think you do get items. You do. Mm-hmm. Can you, you equip, equip them to your character so then you like get better things from, say, like collecting. Like using this sword will give you plus two damage. Like. Oh, okay, but they're used. They're, they're consumables. They're not like. No, like... it's like wearable. Oh, okay. So you do... okay. I, I, I don't remember any of that stuff. The first one seems so boring to me. Now, anyway, well, well, Puzzle Quest Two, I guess. Um, I, and and this is this is I guess what kind of not sold me on it, but made me want to get back into the Puzzle Quest games was Brad Shoemaker was talking about it on the Giant Bombcast. And he basically said that Puzzle Quest 2 was a lot more loot hoary. And I'm like, okay, I'll give that a shot. And, like, there's a whole bunch of, like, I mean, enemies drop, uh, enemies, yeah, enemies drop a lot of stuff. And then they, they always reveal a whole bunch of treasure chests for you to loot. Um, and I guess the whole treasure chest thing appeals to the flashing lights, um, like, ooh, look at, look at all the combos I'm making sensibility of, like, casinos, right? They, they set it up and so, so a treasure chest looting is, the mini game for looting a treasure chest is just like any other bejeweled game. It's match three, third. But they basically have five levels of coins, uh, if that makes any sense. Um, so there's five levels of coins and key icons. So, you know, if you match up three key icons, that's basically a special treasure chest. If you match up, um, like, three level five coins, that means that you get, I, I, I guess that you get 15 pieces of gold, something like that. Um, so it's a, it's a very, it's very between stocking up on gold pieces and stocking up on loot. And the way that they kind of, they make it so easy to get combos after combos that like, you know, like, like you, it feels good when you make a good combo. And so they keep on throwing them at you. And so they're like, oh, this is fun. I'm getting so much gold and treasure chests and stuff like that. When all it is, is just more match three. So, you know, in that respect, it, it, you know, it still gets that kind of addictive nature with the minigames. And then there, there are other things where you have to pick locks um, with the Bejeweled type of gameplay, except what they kind of do is, like, imagine the, uh, Im- imagine the playing field, right? It's just a box, right? Um, on the bottom of the box, there are two extra icons that you have to match two of the other jewels to. So you have to maneuver those, those particular... Um, lock icons in in question you have to maneuver them into a position where you can like match three of those and get rid of them from the bottom of the screen i know that probably doesn't make any sense to you because you can't see anything but um take my word for it and so i mean it's again it's match three but the strategy that you have to use is is different did you just snicker or sneeze oh me yes or blow your nose you heard that yes that's not good no it's not because i muted my mic and you still heard it yeah you did anyway um so yeah and I, I, I think um, they added an element where you get rare loot in that game. So, like, because I've gotten a couple of green drops. Uh, that sounds kind of gross. <laughs> green drops, not droppings. Um, and I haven't really explored it that much into it yet. I'm still, like, in, that, in the first dungeon, which is taking me a long time. But, oh, that's the other thing, is that your character is represented on screen where he wasn't really before. You just moved an icon on a map, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Right. And in this one... Um, you still kind of just move your character around in a map, but it's not a world map. It's it's like um, it's like like you're moving him, you're moving him around dungeons and towns, um, and it's still like 
tapping on things with the stylus, so you're not really controlling it with the D-pad or anything. But it, it, it the pr- presentation-wise, it, it feels, if anything, it's just an illusion, but it feels more involved, I guess, um, if that if that makes any sense at all. Um, you're given it's the same time as the same thing as before. You're given quests to like you know save people and and find things. And again, that's all match three. So you really never get away from that core mechanic. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's sucking me in again, and it's probably specifically because of the loot stuff and the treasure chest looting um, and the quasi dungeon crawling aspect of it. So it feels more like it feels much more like an RPG with match three mechanics than the original Puzzle Quest did. The original Puzzle Quest just felt like, um, I'm going to play a whole bunch of match three fights and then equip shit and then just move on to the next area. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't feel like you were going anywhere. Yeah, that's kind of the reason why I stopped. Yeah, and this, this one has much more of that feeling, that that you're doing something and traveling places and, like, hooking up with broads, which you don't do, but that would be kind of cool. But anyway, um, I was also playing this, uh, this downloadable DSiWare game called Alpha Bounce, which is, um, instead of Puzzle Quest, imagine, you know, any Arkanoid or Breakout clone. So it's basically a Breakout clone with RPG elements, if that makes any sense at all. Um, That's interesting. You, you, okay, so you start off with, like, a grid map, and you can move your piece around the map to get to certain places. Scattered along the map are certain event tiles, like um, weapons that you can pick up or, or other kind of items that you can pick up. And so when you get onto that tile, you basically just play an Arkanoid stage or a Breakout stage. And when you win, you gain that item or weapon that you can equip to your paddle. Um, and so that, so far, is the extent of the you know RPG-ness of it. I, I've only been playing it for maybe in 45 minutes to an hour at most. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an Arkanoid clone. I like Arkanoid. Uh, it works well in the DS you know, I, because of the stylus and, you know, analog control instead of, you know, having to, having to deal with, uh, uh the D-pad. And I, 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 it's, it's just a, a little shame that the, um, the DSi gets rid of the Game Boy slot because, you know, they came out with that, um, paddle control in Japan. I think they yeah, came out with it here too, never, right? They never released it here. Oh. Yeah, they came out with that paddle control that slides into the GBA slot, so it would have been cool to have for that. Um. But there are all these crazy-ass power-ups, like autopilot that follows the ball around, and then um, there's this thing called Supernova, which which basically makes the makes all the all the balls on the screen ha 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 ha. Um, it makes it, it makes them hover around in the in the middle of the playing field, so that any brick that gets in their way is is basically demolished. So balls are hovering. Yeah, they are. I so I I don't know. I guess this is a um maybe a a renaissance of brick-breaking games because you know. I was talking about Shatter a couple of weeks ago. Have you played the demo for that yet? No. Pete, have you? There's a demo no. for it. Play no. it. Well, I, oh, maybe there's not a demo. I don't know. but There wasn't. That's why oh. I haven't played it, but let me oh, check now. Well, I have it on my laptop, so Des and Pete can try it. I don't know about you, though. Uh, I can't play your laptop from here. Why not? Because I'm, I'm just not that good. Yeah, you are. There is no demo for Shatter. Oh. There's an electroplankton ripoff free on the iPhone. Really? What, what? So you make like random shit. Make make a song right now. I will. Go ahead. Keep talking. I'll make a song. I'm talking. I'm talking. No, it'll take me a while. To download the shit. And oh, you have to download it too. Uh, um, uh, what else is I playing? Uh, I've, I've been trying to. I I I think I'm. See, I say this now, but like when I'm bored on the subway, I'm going to want to play it again. I think I'm done with Pictobits. 
finally, because I unlocked all the music and, and all the uh, difficult level stages, which are called dark stages, which are assholes. Um, <laughs> like, just a whole bunch of big structures come falling down at, like, really, really high speeds, and it's really frustrating and annoying, but I beat all of them at some point. Like, um, I had to... I, I basically played very desperately uh, to beat them, but since Pictobits is so confusing to explain, anyway, I'll move on from that. Um, shit, what else was I playing? Al, what else was I playing? Oh, Look on my Steam Did you play any Torchlight? I did not play any Torchlight since I first played oh, it. Oh, you wanted to talk about Limbo. Ah, yes. Uh, trying to do it without spoiling it for Alfie. Um, I'll just I'll just give my thoughts on it. I did beat Limbo. Um, I do think it's worth the price of admission. I, you know, I really wasn't thinking about, um, and I, Pete, I don't know if this is the case for you, but when I played the game, I just played it. I wasn't thinking about, hmm, I just spent $15 on this game. Is this going to be worth my time? Is And it's a short game. I'm not going to tell you exactly how long it is, so you could, you know, so so you won't be like, okay, I'm near the end now. But it, it's uh, when you finally play it, or, or buy it. But, like, a lot of people apparently, you know, were, were like, oh, you know, $15 for X amount of hours, you know, that's not a good value proposition. I, and I totally was not even thinking about that, thinking about it in, in the angle um, until I was listening to, again, the Giant Bombcast when they were talking about it, um, you know. And and apparently a lot of people on the forums were talking about, like, you know, oh, I'm not going to play this game because X, Y, Z. Um and now I see, Pete, why you, like, the first thing you said almost immediately was, it is worth the $15. I'm like, I wasn't thinking about the time at all. I was yeah. thinking about, like, the quality. Um, was that a worry for you, though, Pete, when you first picked it up? Was like, you know... Honestly, if there wasn't already so much praise surrounding it and people have already been saying... Like, like obviously, I got it the day it came out. But before that, you had the giant bomb guys and other people saying, you know, like this game is going to be worth the money that it's going to cost. Mm -hmm. um, like, saying about how great it was, you know, I'm on Twitter following a bunch of people, people talking, who got to play it early, you know, raving about how great it is. And just the concept of it alone was enough that I knew I was going to spend that money. Um, and I do, I am the type of person who will factor in, like, the cost of something into my enjoyment of it, I guess, a little bit. Um, for instance, like... I think I've talked about like I don't know I I got to bring up Final Fantasy Thirteen because it's the first thing right. that comes to mind. If I had spent sixty dollars to buy that game, you would have pissed. I probably would have been annoyed. Like now that it's below thirty, I could probably pick it up and not care as much. Um, even if I play through the whole thing and end up hating it, I'd be like, well, you know, it was only at least I didn't spend the full amount. Both platforms below thirty. Uh, just... I'm pretty sure both platforms below thirty. Okay. Um, I might have to make an impulse buy, sir. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like with. Uh, and so the same thing would have probably been happened with Limbo. If I had played it and ended up hating it, I would have been like, wow, what a waste of 15 fucking dollars. Right. Why, could, why would they charge that? But because it did end up being such an epic, amazingly great game, I, like, the the cost, like, then I go into the fact that, like, the cost shouldn't matter at all. Like, um, I don't know, it's hard because when it's a great game, you should you just say, you know, the cost shouldn't matter. But, right. like, it's easy to say that after you already know it's a great game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, get, I, I mean, I, I think there's some things that are like kind of reason, like within reasonable limits. Like, like I could, I've said this before about Metroid, like Metroid Prime or other games that I've viewed highly. It's like, okay, yes, I would pay some exorbitant amount for a game, um, but like that's kind of stretching it. You know, it's like only because this is one of my very favorites would I even think about saying like, oh, I'm gonna pay two hundred dollars for this, or or yes, I would pay that. You know, like, but fifteen dollars, even though you know it might. Be, it might be considered a lot for the length of 
something like Limbo, um, I kind of don't really think about it because I, I also think about it this way: is that I could easily spend fifteen and ap not apples to apples, but I could easily spend fifteen dollars going to see you know a movie in New York City, which is kind of shitty, but that's a lot of I know that's a lot of money, but that's how much things cost now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could spend that money watching a movie, uh, which could be anywhere between ninety minutes only and two and a half hours, or I could you know play a game which uh, which would I don't think I've ever played any game that costs money that could be beaten in under an hour. Um, these these days, these days, I don't I don't know if I'm missing something. Like, a, a, can I mean, you think we're of obviously not counting well, like you know iPhone games or something like that. Well, that, that's like 99 cents. I, I'm talking about like like at a, at a somewhat less, slightly less impulsive cost than yeah. 99 cents. Like, so like $5 probably being the minimum? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, I mean, there's probably been games that like, well, no, I don't think, I honestly don't think I spent money on any game where I played it for like under an hour and then said, I'm not going to play this anymore. Well, not even that, but just like completed, like from start to finish. But like, right. oh, oh, wow, that was like that was like a lunch break game, you know? Yeah. Um, even even Pictobits, okay, is like I think that's five dollars approximately five dollars, and it's fifteen stages. And I suppose you could beat it in an hour if you're really good. But there's so much stuff to unlock afterwards that you know you're motivated to play more. Um, I'm trying to think of another DS game. So. I want to. While you're thinking, I just want yeah. to say. Uh, that I I kind of think that the developers of Limbo I don't know if it was them or Microsoft who wanted it to be you know fifteen dollars twelve hundred points because um, I wonder if you know possibly they did want to charge less but Microsoft for some reason wanted everything in the in this lineup of Summer of Arcade to be the fifteen hundred I keep saying fifteen hundred twelve hundred points because everything in this lineup is twelve hundred points so I wonder if that was just Microsoft's decision um, because. It, whoever's decision it was, it, it does a disservice to Limbo because if the game was just 800 points, there would probably be no discussions at all about price. Right. It right. would just people would be like, "It's a great game, buy it," and people would buy it. Um, it's a shame that like when you do just add on that extra like five bucks, it becomes this major like uh, point of contention. Yeah, it becomes like half the price of a DS game. Yeah. Right. Um, I I don't know. I'm, I'm the only um. How much is I'm trying to think of how much Donkey Kong and uh, March of the the mini minis strike mini whatever that fucking Donkey Kong March of the Minis Mario game is on right but I'm talking about the specific one on DSIXL I can't remember the title yeah, of it. it's called Mario's Donkey Kong March of the Minis okay um, I'm trying to remember how much it costs and I can't but like that's that seems to be I pretty short but again it's like a puzzle game that you know really depends on how smart you are I'm not very smart so it's taking me a long time um, but yeah so. So, so you know, go back, going back to the movie thing, it's like, uh, you know, anywhere from 90 to, to two hours. So you kind of, you know, unless you are on a supreme high horse and like, I never spend money to go see movies, blah, 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 blah. So it's not, you know, I could never compare. Like, if you're, if you're willing to, you know, to bear the standard cost of a movie these days, I don't think it's fair to be like, all right, this game is $15, therefore, like, my opinion of it will drop. Like, I think the opinion should stand... The opinion should stand apart from, um, like, whether or not you should buy it, if that makes any sense to you. I don't know if that will. So let me explain. Like, the quality of Limbo in this particular instance is very high, I think. Um, there are issues that I have with it that doesn't take away from the accomplishment that the developers... What was the developer name behind this? 
I don't even. Uh, oh, uh, Play Dead. Play Dead. What Play Dead has done is an achievement, despite what my whatever my issues are. Now, whether or not you want to spend fifteen dollars on it is a little bit of a different discussion. Like like Al, like in your example, like if there was a game that you you know absolutely knew that you you know would love and wanted to play, you you mm-hmm. know you, you might make an exception and be like, I know that I'm on a tight budget right now, but I'll I'll you know squeeze out the extra five bucks for my ad. Um, and for then, what? It depends, because I'll still be cheap on games that I want. Because right, right. I, and that, and I think that's that's the whole point I'm trying to make is that it depends on what it is. Like it, every situation is different, and so you know, for you know, for someone to say like I, you know, I don't think you should spend fifteen dollars on this at this point might be a fair case. But that's not yeah. to say that I don't think you should spend fifteen dollars on this because it's not quality. You know, and I think that sure. seems to be a problem that that people have, or at least in expressing what their problem is with the game is that they they equate quality to like, uh, you know, one to one with a purchase decision. It o- it doesn't always work out that way, you know. Can I interrupt? Yes. Marvelous Donkey Kong. Oh, it's called Minis March again. March of the Minis is Marvelous Donkey Kong Two. Okay. Um, it's eight hundred DSI points, so it's eight bucks. Right. But you know what I mean? It's like, uh, so for sort of another example, I I bought Marvelous Capcom Two on Xbox Live Arcade on a complete whim. I own that game on Dreamcast already. I guess I wanted the, you know, I wanted it on a modern system because my Dreamcast is, like, kind of acting funky. The last, I think the last Rock Band party you saw, like, it wasn't booting up right. Um, but, I don't remember. Like, there's no real reason for me to have that game. I barely play it anymore. Um, and it's like, that, you know, I guess wasn't necessarily worth the money I spent. Because, again, I, I don't play it anymore. I already have it. Yada, yada, yada. But, you know, for me, I, you know, in my current situation, I, like, I felt like I wanted to have it for, for no other reason than, like, you know, it'll be more convenient. So, like, people have different motivations for buying something or whatever, and I just think that people should start you understanding. Should think of something. Yeah. Because, like, the whole people, like, you know, putting a value on time investment in a game. Yes. Or, like, time yeah. spent for a game. I have people come into GameStop and will like specifically say, you know, like I want a game that's gonna take up a lot of time. Like they'll spend sixty dollars, like people, or not well, not sixty dollars anymore, but like people will buy something like a used copy of Prototype over like a better game of equal value because it's an open world game that they know they're gonna spend a lot of time in. Right. Um, it's even, going to last me a long yeah, time. Yeah. Even if I tell them this game is not necessarily good, here's another game. Or like uh, I don't, I can't think of a new sixty dollar game, but um, if there was one, like. When I tell people, okay, if I try to suggest to people Alan Wake, uh, I will usually tell them, just so you know, it is considered short because it's broken up into episodes and most you might spend like eight to ten hours playing the game. Um, they're like, oh, well, you know, like maybe I'll just wait till it's like half price then or something. And they'll like right. look for something that's more lengthy. Uh, something like Red Dead, for instance, or something, which isn't a bad game, but uh, I definitely think Alan Wake is a better game than Red Dead. Um, and Alan Wake, I definitely think, is worth the full cost, whereas, you know, most average consumers definitely want to get a time value out of however much right. they're spending. Um, and it would be better if people would just think of it like that way. And then, like, I guess that is what kind of back to when you asked about me spending the money on it or something, if, like, I had any reservations or something. Like, I knew, like, I wanted that game. So, like, it, I, I, cho- I don't uh, base my purchase decision on, I have this much money to spend, what game should I buy? I, like, I look for the game that I want, and I'll just pay the cost of it. Right. So, like, it'd be better if people thought. No of it matter what it is, as long as it's within yeah. reason. Yeah. Like, as yeah, as long as it's within reason. So it's like if people like looked for the games that were good and just were willing to pay the money for them, as opposed to yeah, trying to find what they perceive to be a better value. Right. 
I, I, shit, I was gonna say. Oh yeah, I, I kind of compare it to. Um, let me think. I, I would kind of compare it to like, and this is an extreme example, but paying fifteen dollars to go to the movie theater to see Avatar, which was like over two hours, uh, versus maybe that's not a fair example because I already know that I dislike and like the movies that I'm gonna say, but two and a half hours sitting uh, at Avatar or eighty-eight minutes with Zombieland. Okay, fifteen dollars. I like Zombieland a whole hell of a lot better. So yeah, I would spend fifty dollars to sit in the movie theater and watch Zombieland for only eighty-eight minutes. You know, honestly, I, in that regards, I'd actually prefer the shorter movie, no matter what it was, just because it's less time sitting in the fucking theater. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, l- let's take the theater thing away from it yeah, and just no, talk about consuming the product. Yeah, like if it was like on DVD or something, and you were like choosing right. between the two on DVD or something. Exactly. Right. On your and, new three D television. In three D. And I, and I realize that it's not, uh, again, it's not apples to apples, but it's like, you know, sometimes it's not the length, but just, like, the, the intensity of it. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, it's not all about the length, baby. There's like that joke. It says that laughed at that one. And she laughed very sinister. She's like, hey, 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 hey. Keep laughing. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> um, I, I think that my... The issues that I had, which were voiced last episode, and this shouldn't be spoiling anything, Al, for you, um, but Pete, if you see it seeping into spoiler territory, just let me know. I'll throw my iPhone on your head. Yes, uh, <laughs> and I'll eat it. But um, I, I still have issues with the trial and error nature of the game, not so much in the, huh, this puzzle has totally stumped me, um, like like the worm puzzle that I was telling you about last time. Yeah. Um, like that, I don't consider that necessarily trial and error as much as I just cannot figure it out. I'm talking about stuff that's like, uh, specifically, I'll bring one example again, is, um, and to be very vague about it, like there is a silhouette of something on the floor that I'm like, okay. That's the entire game. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> there's a silhouette of an object on the floor. I should avoid it. So I avoid it, but in avoiding it, I step on the surroundings of that item. And it is in stepping of. It isn't stepping in the surroundings. I know exactly which part you're probably right. talking about. Yeah, it isn't stepping in the surroundings that kills me. And that's just the game kind of fucking, fucking with, with you. Yeah, in that part. And, and I totally get that. I just don't in a game like this. Like I, I kind of want all the cards laid out for me, so so like so I can figure out what to do. It's one of the things that that kind of like um in Ninja Gaiden, the original for the for the NES, when you come across those port those parts in the level, and this is not due to design. This is due to this is due to poor, you know, programming or whatever. Poor design, not not like level design. But you know, you know, Al, like when you when you get to those hawks that keep on respawning if you stand in the exact wrong place. Uh, did you get in? The original NES one, yeah. Yeah. Like like enemies that just respawn because you know you haven't scrolled. That's where they spawn, and yeah, it's coded like that. Yeah. So like things like that is you know it, it, it's always been you know part of my philosophy that like if you're playing a shmup that requires a smart bomb in order to survive a certain part of a stage, then it is not well designed. Yeah. And that kind of, that's the type of thing that, you know, bugs me in in games with some sort of action. And not to say that Limbo is a pure action game, but it is real-time controlling a character's actions, jumping and running. You know, it's not a turn-based type of thing. Uh, So, I mean, when it comes to that, I'm, I'm personally usually very anal about that. Like, and it bugs me when... When I come across things like I just talked about, like, oh, yeah, you shouldn't step on the switch, so avoid the switch. Oh, no, you stepped everything around it, now you die. You know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't go for that. Um, and there, I feel like there maybe is, like, one or two things like that further in the game. 
but it didn't become as big of a concern as I thought it would be. Um, and, and, and in general, I don't mind it necessarily when the developer fucks with you. Like, if Kojima wants to fuck with you in Metal Gear Solid with the story, fine. I'm gonna, uh, just to quickly go back to your, especially your instance of the, that part in Limbo and other parts that may be like it. I'm gonna slightly defend it just because, uh, in my opinion, when I was playing through it, those, when those parts came up, I enjoyed the fact that the game fucked with me because, like, they, like I said, I, I made the point before that the game is very lenient with checkpoints. I mean, like, each puzzle is really short and the, like, it, they expect you to pretty much die on almost every puzzle, so like there's a checkpoint right before each puzzle, um, and it's all just one seamless world anyway. So it's like like probably like you consider like every couple steps a checkpoint, um, and uh, it's not like anything pops up that says you know checkpoint. It's just that when you die, you just go back like maybe a couple seconds. Um, so like when those things would pop up, like I'd be I I would actually like laugh at you know my like oh they got me kind of thing like good job but like yeah and i, I was just gonna say real quick that no, I, no i'm not i was, I was okay. agreeing with that part because i definitely feel like the developers fully intend on people playing through it a second time which is evident in in one of the achievements anyway um because they figure you know like once you get through it the first time doing all the trial and stuff then you're gonna want to try to do like maybe like a speed run type of thing where it's like yeah. okay now you know all our tricks let's see how skillfully you can get through the game yeah, I, I mean, I, the, the, the chuckling part, you know, aha, oh, you got me, is, is, is enjoyable to an extent, but I think the issue that I have with that specifically is not in the, okay, I died and now I have to do it again. It's in the, I died not because I couldn't do it. I died because it's just kind of an arbitrary trick. Yeah. You know? And that, that arbitrariness is the same thing that carries over into like a schmuck that requires a smart bomb um, to, to pass a level. It's like, if you don't have any smart bombs left, then you can't pass it. Oh, well. Not a level, I should say, a part of a stage. Like, like a lot of the sometimes a lot of the gotchas in Limbo were skill based. Like, were were avoidable if you you know kind of had the skill and the the kind of like gaming acuity to spot it and be like, oh shit! Like, um, I'm not gonna spoil it for you, Al. But like, you know, there there's certain er there's certain things that like you know if you look carefully enough, um, even even if they're like forcing you down a path, like you can act, you can react quickly enough. You know, it's it's something that oh, yeah. There's definitely those parts where it's like you just like kind of chain through a bunch of puzzles just based on like pure intuition almost. Right, right, exactly. And I think that switch thing that I was talking about, or or, or whatever that like, yeah, I gotcha, is completely like it, it's completely a trick. And there's like unless you were completely lucky, there's no or 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 somehow or you just know like these developers are gonna probably try right. something like this, right? Like which you wouldn't normally think. Right, exactly. And, and I'm I'm just a fan of like. If you're going to kill me, kill me because I am not skilled enough with the gift, with the equipment that you have given me to to understand and accept and pass this obstacle. You know, I have to suck or I have to be bad at this for me to lose at something. Like I don't. I, I in a way, though, with that particular puzzle, it's kind of like you need to die in order to figure out how certain things work. So when you have to solve the actual part that's after that, you know, like. It, I feel like it strings together with the part that's immediately after that. Again, I don't want to go too far into right. spoilers. It but... specifically does, but I think that there's always a way to design around that type. Like they, they could have designed another puzzle that strings along. Like like you would have been able to fucking buy the game. Yeah. <laughs> Give me twelve hundred Microsoft points. Huh. It was your birthday. And and a new three sixty. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I still, you know, that that doesn't. That's a minor nitpick, I think, for the game. Um, 
And I, I don't know, I, I, I wouldn't call it perfect, but I don't need it to be. I really don't need it to be because, you know, it's just stuff that it does is... Stuff that it does well is very admirable, I will say. Um, how long, How many... How big is the team that worked on this game? It was a very small team, right? Well, when the cards actually rolled, it was bigger than I expected. Like, it's probably, Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. I think it's maybe about, like, 30-ish people. Oh, wow. Like... I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it, there was definitely a, a, a fistful of names on the screen. Um, like, because, like, I was expecting to be, like, you know, like, less than 10, and there was, like, I, I'd say maybe about 30 or so. Uh, but, yeah. I, I don't know. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. No, and the last thing I think, I think, I feel like um, la the last puzzle, which I won't, you know, again, I'm not going to reveal or talk about, but the way that I solved it was literally like, oh shit, I messed up, oh, wait, oh, I made it. Yeah, I think, wait, are you, are you talking about, like, I don't see any, okay, I'll talk to you about it later. It, it's the to... puzzle that, it's it's the final thing that, that basically. Yeah, I don't want to go too far into saying what the final thing is, just because. No, I'm not going to say anything about it, I'm okay. just saying that once you get past the obstacle or puzzle or whatever you want to call it, um, it is basically the end of the game. No more puzzles after that. Right. So, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I just pantomime to, to, to Pete with a whooshing sound. See, I know exactly what you're talking about, but, like, my part, like, I'm in agreement with you in the fact that that happened earlier in that, like, because it kind of, like, was a chain of stuff leading up to that thing. Um, it, it'd be so much easier to just talk about what you talk about what you were not on the on the yeah, we'll do a let's rebooting on that when uh um when Al buys it when Al buys it not if, so I wanted when. to show you this this is completely not limbo related sperm the sperm attack and look at the picture <laughs> is so, this an iPhone game it's an iPhone thing yeah can you take screenshots with your iPhone and 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 uh, send the picture to Al yeah I want to see I want him to see it Al there's there's some sperm coming your way just so you know ew <laughs> not my style <laughs> sure hey. sperm coming your way. yeah uh -huh. yeah. Uh, uh. Um, so, anything else you're playing, or should we jump into my weird news stories that I got? Uh, if there's a quick one that we can do in five minutes, uh, jump into the news, otherwise I think we kind of got to get out of here, because I can't oh. remember anything I've been playing anyways either, so. Okay, well, let me open this up then. Uh, open it up! That's so, what I'll mind. run down some headlines, and you guys tell me if you want to talk about any of them. Uh, yes, This is no. probably the most yes. important one. Malanuk addresses concerns over Milo's, uh... Inappropriate subtext. Huh? So. Mm -hmm. What, touching little boys? <laughs> Maybe that's a, Is that what it is? It's, uh, the, the, the sub headline says, and, and, oh god, I can't say words. <laughs> Animorously <laughs> contentious to do a game about, about befriending a young boy, Lionhead Boss explains. Uh, so I'm just gonna read the one up story, um, which is by, uh, hang on a second, Chris Pigna. Pina. After calling it a doubt, the once promised Connect support for Fable 3, Peter Manu has also given something of a contradictory update on Milo, the unusual Connect tech demo about building a friendship with a young boy. Speaking to USA Today, Manu said that he doesn't think of it as a released product at the moment, but still it will end up in consumers' hands in some form eventually. I still think this is a very, very big tech demo. I don't think of it as something that would be a box product on the shelf, Manu explained, but when we, when then asked whether it would be ever be something consumers would get some aspect of, Manu had a different response. I think so. Eventually, I do. There's a lot of huge mounts to climb before that happens. Blah blah blah. blah. Evidently, those huge mounts aren't so much about technological hurdles, but about the potentially controversial nature of the game itself. The reason for that, this is in quotes. The reason for that is it is in, 
animously contentious for us to do a game, a story, an experience about a boy, Manu said. You are immediately appealing to all the, the dark thoughts of humanity. <laughs> I actually I actually love that. The idea of being so contentious that it makes people turn around and say, you can't do a story about a boy. But for me, doing that in a way is, doing that in that way is absolutely right. Manu compared the concept to P Pixar's Up, which you said also had to set up that might sound vaguely creepy out of context if I describe for you the story. It's about an old man and a Boy Scout, strangers meeting, <laughs> living together, and that going on adventures, you say. Point. You can't do that. It's out of the question, he said. When you look for drama and story, it's uniqueness, blah, 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 blah. People haven't tried it before, but Despite the reservations, Manu says development on Milo is still an ongoing experience and says that three or four hours of it are at release level quality. That is, of course, if it's ever decided just how much of Milo will ever be released. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? Do you guys think it's possible that I could do a game like this ever? Like, without like it being this huge, like, oh, we're going to show our balls to this boy. My balls. <laughs> What's my balls. that? My ball. It's my doll. It's my ball. What are you going to do with that, sir? I, I mean, if you take anything, I, I, I don't know. I feel like he's, maybe he's just kind of, is he just kind of being cheeky as he is? Because, like, you know, he makes fart jokes and poop jokes, and he likes to make naughty jokes, so maybe he's just being funny here. Um, or is he trying to get attention, or is he really concerned? If you take anything out of context, it's going to sound bad. Okay, bully, okay? Oh, you play a schoolboy... That and, was taken horribly out of context, too. Yeah. So, I mean... why? That's why the name got changed somewhere. I forgot where it was. Really? In some... One of the foreign countries. One of those foreign countries, they changed it to uh, whatever dog-eat-dog dog is in Latin. I forgot that. Had a tennis something. Yeah, that's the name of the... Uh, yeah. That's the creed on the, on the shield. Oh, is the it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, on, okay. it's on the school. Level, but yeah, so it's like... I don't know. I, I, I feel like in... It's tough. I, I, I don't think that he should not make the game because of this. I don't think it's not a concern because obviously people are going to whatever. But I, I, I think it's silly. I, I, I think it's a silly concern to have given everything else that's, you know, everything else that's happened to games and everything else that games have gone through in order to reach the kind of state that they are today. Meaning, like, we now have, you know, mature themes, and by mature, I don't just mean blood and guts, but, like, you know, real topics and issues that, you know, people are talking about. So, you know, whatever. Just, he should just do it. And hopefully the pedophiles don't come out and, you know, get lollipops from their freezers and stuff like that. Hey, Milo. <laughs> yeah, they should hey, just... I got a lollipop to you in my pants. Just, um, I got some popsicles. Make you... You have to have an Xbox Live subscription to play the game, and the uh, feed goes directly to the FBI. So yeah. if, you, <laughs> if you whip out your balls, ball ball. then your door gets busted down. I guess my balls. Oh, oh my God, that's what I have to say. Um, I think it's a little creepy. Like I saw that you don't the, have balls to E3, show the boy. I saw the E3 thing with Skittles, and that was fucking creepy. And that was a cat. Like, <laughs> so how creepy? How? How high would the creep level go when it's an actual little boy where you're like, Hi, Milo, let's go play something. Like, I'm going to tickle you, Milo. Yeah, like, <laughs> that just gets freaking weird. Well, I, I think Connect is just weird. What'd you say? I think Connect is just weird. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that they should, you know, go all out and, and start having you tickle the kid. 
You know, I mean, there are boundaries of kind of appropriateness where, where that, that can be crossed. I certainly agree with that. Um, but I don't think the concept of, you know, all right, it's this artificial intelligence within the, within the TV screen that you're interacting with, like just on a purely kind of um, non-game level. You know, obviously, like I said, you know, the old 55-year-old man with a little paunch buys Milo and then starts tickling him is a little bit weird. I agree with that, but just, 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 just <laughs> Assassin's Creed too. Just, just a little bit weird, but you know, I, I don't know. I think there are proper ways to do that. I just, my whole thing is, I don't think the idea should completely go away of of having, you know, whatever. And and the the thing I worry more about is that is Milo turning into some sentient being and killing us all. I worry about that more. <laughs> Skynet. I don't know. I've seen The Matrix. I know what happens. <laughs> I don't know. There's kind of actually an important story. If you've got a few more minutes, it'd be good to go over what Des here. Real quick! Okay, I'll give you the headline and you can tell me whether or not you want to do this. Why Activision Games Have No Female Leads. Ooh, spit it out. Okay. Am I going to turn into a raging feminist? I don't know. <laughs> so, this again is from 1UP and by Steve Watts. Is that the name? Steve Watts. Yeah, Watts, okay. Uh, so I'll just read the first couple paragraphs. It's a little bit of a longer article, but I'll just read the first couple paragraphs because they're kind of the base of the story anyway. Activision doesn't believe female leads can sell games and has even gone so far as to change characters to avoid a lady protagonist, according to former employees. Gamasutra reports that focus testing has led to a serious lack of females in games, and since 2005, only girl-focused licensed games like Dora or Barbie have oh. featured female leads at all. According to the report, a 2007 game from Treyarch was tentatively titled Black Lotus. It featured an Asian female assassin lead character based on Lucy Liu, and the development team was excited about the project, but seeing test testosterone heavy hits like Halo 3 and Modern Warfare, Activision decided that players don't want a lady at the helm. One former employee claims Activision, quote, said they don't do female characters because they don't sell, end quote. Another more bluntly says that they were, quote, given specific direction to lose the chick, end quote. Wow. Black Lotus what? lives on now wow. as Black Lotus lives on now as true crime Hong Kong, having changed. Oh my god! Ew. Having changed developers and apparently lead characters. The former employee says this is endemic of a larger problem at Activision: the culture of development built on focus testing. Sources claim the publisher takes the feedback it gets to extremes, stifling innovation and sometimes even sacrificing quality by making time-intensive demands to change projects quickly. As a result, the focus test groups tend to want more of what they've already seen and enjoyed rather than innovation, and the publisher, publisher is said to follow their lead. Uh, that's where I'm going to stop. The rest is just more stuff kind of following that suit. I have one quick comment because I know that I'm going to get a barrage from from, from the deads, uh, <laughs> rightfully so. My eye um, is twitching. <laughs> she has knitting needles, so I'm scared of her. Uh, I, I think the bottom line is, 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 is Activision is simply in it for the money, and They've always had, they always have been, and it's, you know, it's their prerogative to do whatever they want with their products because they want to sell them, but it's really shitty. And, like, like obviously, as someone who thinks that there is an art, an artistry to this medium, I don't, the for the majority of it, I don't consider them artists, I just consider them businessmen, and that's kind of a sad thing to say for any company that is contributing to this medium. So, mm. you know, fuck them. I mean, I mean, like, I know why they're doing it. I understand why. It's not, it's not cool though, in my opinion, obviously. And knitting needles. I'm going to step away now. So my thoughts on that. I do agree with Austin that it's sad that by getting rid of female leads, they're getting rid of so many different story choices. But beyond that, I mean, for 
real, we're in the 21st century. Fucking douchebags, grow up. Women can be strong. Um, I mean, I don't really know too much about Tomb Raider, but Tomb Raider isn't Lara Croft. She's the main person. They, haven't they made, like, eight games of that? Mm, Pretty yes. successful series. Successful series featuring a woman. Given she's a scantily clad woman, and I have problems with that, but at least that's a woman in the game. Like, the fact that they think that one, female gamers aren't a strong enough presence to buy a game where, you know, maybe it'll suck, but I think I would go out and buy a game that has a female lead over a male lead just because I'd be like, hey, look, I can play as a girl. Because that's something that I like. I like being able to play who I am. Like, I model most of my characters, like Dragon Age and Mass Effect. My characters are modeled after me. And, like, I want to be able to play a female if given the choice. And I think that it really sucks that they're cutting that off. And female perspective, um, they're freaking douchebags. I, I, think, <laughs> I think the bigger issue also, and, you know, I, I think that it's a sad fact that, you know, should be changed, but, you know, it doesn't seem to be changing, and that's kind of just the way things are, which, again, is sad, um, is, you know, despite the successes of something like a Tomb Raider, like, if the data shows that people aren't buying game, you know, games with female leads, then that just shows what kind of state we as a society are in. And if that's not going to change, there is kind of, you know, the only thing we can do about it is continue to try to press press for that change, and we have been doing so, and it is working very, 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 very slowly. And we kind of have to put up with what that is. Which, which I, I, we shouldn't have to, but, like, we're forced into the situation where we are, you know? I mean, personally, like, I'm not the guy who who puts a female lead into my RPGs because, like, hey, I'd rather be staring at a girl than, you know, like, I just, you know, I just, I just put a guy there. But, like, I would have no qualms about playing games with a female lead. Um, Metroid. Metroid. But you kind of, like, a lot of people don't even realize that it's, well, in the beginning at least. But, like, okay, what was that Beyond Good Bayonetta. and Evil. Beyond Good and Evil. But then again, nobody bought that game. Yeah. What, Bayonetta? Oh, what? Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah. I said Bayonetta. Ha. Um, Bayonetta is a whole weird other thing that yeah. I don't even want to get into that that that's just weird um, my ps2 still on it's really <laughs> like i guess oh. to continue i just feel like that kind of mindset that you know maybe okay female lead maybe people would be more willing to accept a female lead if they were giving more creative ideas for the game like don't Where's necessarily edge? yeah like it may not just be the character and you don't need to just gut that like stop being freaking chauvinists my quick thing on it is that, like, yeah, I mean, you guys already kind of mentioned the big uh, series, like Metroid and Tomb Raider, and, uh, I mean, even though it didn't sell well, Beyond Good and Evil, and uh, there are other games that have very strong female leads, um, and, uh, like, I just think that what, if, if this is a, if this does come down to uh, to focus testing or whatever, like, that focus test groups seem to prefer male leads, um, you probably get a bunch of guys, like, a bunch of guys in a room, even with other girls, they're probably just going to try to act all macho and be like, yeah, I don't want to play a, you know, a weak female. I want to play some big hulking space marine because I'm macho and tough. Um, but honestly, like, I feel like most people like do prefer the female leads. In my RPGs and in MMOs, I tend to play a female character because I find them more interesting to play. Um, like, just to develop a character that's, like, female, I don't know, for some reason I feel like female characters are just more interesting and more, like, there's more depth to, depth to them. Depth. Depth. Depth there's in more, the jump food. There's more depth to them. Or um, jump through. Right. And, uh, yeah, like, so, I don't know. Either way, Activision just still 
doing shit wrong and uh and as he as he talks about this he is gingerly oh. rubbing his right breast yeah i am oh mirror's <laughs> edge by the way is another one that has a very strong female lead and did that not that, sell that it, sold yeah it i sold, think it was more well, due, to the, due to the concept though yeah and i think it's sold well enough that they're i'm pretty sure they're working on a sequel and that game i think would have been weaker had it had a male lead even if the male lead was like somewhat model to be the same, I think it was a better game with the female lead. Um, and there are a lot of games that can be said for. But, uh, yeah. One, one quick remark. It's very interesting you say that because um, I, I listen to the Screen podcast. For anyone who doesn't know, that's uh, Whiskey Media's movie podcast. So they're expanding like an empire. But um, I think it was either... I can't remember if it was Navarro or Rory that said it, but um, basically said that Salt, the movie, would have been boring had it had a male lead. Probably. And, and it's because of Angelina Jolie, who I personally don't enjoy as an actress, but whatever, uh, that that movie works. So, there you go. Uh, anyway, we, we are trying to pack up here and, and, and meet up with folks for beers. So, if you would like to join wow. us virtually, awesome. if you would like to join us with your thoughts, you can, but uh, we'll be drinking for you. Um, any last words before we kick you off the mic? I'm going to go play some more Dragon Quest. You would. Yeah, you are. No, I is. All right, so uh, uh, where do you live on the internet? I don't live on the internet anymore. No, um, xlm2k.blogspot.com. Xlm2k.blogspot.com. When the last time I updated that page was last year. Pete, where do you live? This is that weird electroplankton <laughs> thing. <laughs> Twitter.com/slash/urban. Yeah, just go there. <laughs> Twitter.com/slash. Spell it. R y b b n. No, b r a e l l y r a. Yes, Bray Lyra. Bray Lyra. I can't get back to the menu. <laughs> All right, we're out. So, Pete for Des for Al. I've been your host, Austin. Yeah, I don't know why. And what? We're gone. What? Dragon Quest Nine. Yeah.